Welcome to Doing the Most, the series where we talk about the misadventures of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Georgie, execution expert, mom, creator, and entrepreneur. This series is here to get real about what entrepreneurial life truly looks like. We are driven, persistent, hardworking, ambitious, but most of all, we are human, and these are our stories. Hey, you guys, welcome back to Doing the Most, The Misadventures of Entrepreneurship. And I am back for a fifth season of the show. It's been a crazy last 18 months. Um, As I'm recording this, it is early September 2021. And it's been crazy the last year and a half with the global pandemic of COVID-19 happening. Um, my business growing, life changing, lots of crazy, crazy things have happened. But that's why we are here on the show, doing the most misadventures of entrepreneurship to talk about what's been going down, to let you guys in on the lessons, teachings, learnings that I've gained over this time. But I want to start by easing it in and just being real and honest, right? Um, For the last couple seasons of the show, it's mostly been episodes where I'm interviewing somebody, it's me, somebody else is talking and they're sharing their story. I'll give tidbits and bites of my experiences in comparison to their story or not really in comparison, but more so in conversation with their story to say, hey, this is how I think about that. This, you know, wow, that's crazy. How did you experience that? How did you embrace that? And so for this season though, a lot of the episodes are going to be focusing on my experiences, right? Um, I've, for those of you who have read my book, The Art of Getting Shit Done, you may have seen some of the stories. If you follow my blog at gsdwithgeorgie.com, you'll be able to see these adventures and misadventures of entrepreneurship that I consistently go on, whether it's from being a mom, whether it's from being a student, whether it's from being um, a learner, teacher, human, like all the things. I share that story. So what I want to bring to the podcast for season five is to help me continue to get out of my own head as well as share these experiences because I know definitely somebody out there somewhere could benefit from me sharing my story, my experience, my insight, and how I've been able to get shit done and keep doing the most considering all things. And when I say that I've been stuck in my head for the last two years, you're probably like, but you started a podcast in 2019 and you've done all these different things. And well, guess what? This is me being stuck in my head. And what that means for me personally is that I'm not able to go after all the things that I want to go after. Um, a lot of you all might see me super busy on social media doing this, that, this business, this program, this group. And that's great and all and that's fun. But um, I mentioned this in an interview that I did the other day, like my ambitions are like five to 10 times higher than the things I actually go out there and do and get done. And one of the episodes that I have coming up for you guys this season, I'll be talking about that, right? That that confidence, that strength, that ambition, and how in certain situations I've been afraid. And I've been afraid to share my story, to share my journey, to talk about what I want to do <laughs> in my life, what I want to do next, right? People are always asking me this when I do another project or start another business or start another um, program. They're like, oh, what are you going to do next? You know, how can I be involved? How can I support? And oftentimes I freeze up because I'm like oh my god now everybody's looking at me what do I what do I do I don't know um (laughs) right like I do know but I I don't want people to feel like oh you know she's so always trying to do all these different things and yada 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 but anyways 
I want to dive into this introduction, this episode, and just to say that, you know, the reason why I've been stuck into my head for the last two years, mainly from like 2018, late 2018, um, till a couple months ago, it's because social media will do that to you. Grief will do that to you. Depression and anxiety will do that to you. A lack of belonging and community will do that to you. Have you stuck in your head, overthinking, um, over-anticipating, confused, not sure what you want to do next. And it definitely had a huge, huge hold of me. And the last few months, I've been very purposeful, very strategic, very um, much following my four P's framework that I've developed, which is purpose, plan, produce, and profit, which we'll talk about a little bit later too, but you can check out some content about it on my website. But this four-part um, segment just to really understand like who I am, like what am I supposed to do? What do I want to do? How do I make it happen? And how do I generate revenue from making it happen? And that's really what I've been focusing on over the last couple months. And when I say the returns, right? The returns on doing that, having a purpose, having a plan, but going into production and profiting from it has transformed my life in ways that I could have never, ever imagined before. Y'all just, just stay tuned. Just, you know, just listen in this first episode back for season five, but it really does get crazy because some of these stories I'm going to share with you guys, you're going to be like, whoa, you was doing that while that was happening in the background. That's crazy. And Again, I'm sharing this because I want somebody else out there that is experiencing this because one of the things that I've learned through this journey is that, one, you're not alone. And so I'll be talking about belonging in community in just a bit, but you're not alone. And if you feel alone, there's so many things that you can do to remove that feeling that I didn't even know, right? Like I had to go out there <laughs> and learn it. And so if I could help cut down somebody's process by even 5%, 10%, that's a huge help because I know how much it negatively impacted me when I felt this way. It, you know, blocked me from being me, essentially. Um, so, you know, in these last few months, I've been able to find myself again, to feel abundant again, to feel free, feel whole, to really embrace myself and my life for what it is and not just what I want it to be, right? we oftentimes get inside of our head like, oh, by this age, I should be doing this. By this income level, I should be doing this. And those are our wants, which is great to have goals and wants. But the reality is, this is what you got right now, right? How can you make that work for you? How can you look at the pot that's in front of you? How can you look at the plate that's in front of you and say, yeah, this is mine. I want to maximize this. This is mine. How can I maintain this how can i grow this right that's what i want people to really be thinking about as i go through these these episodes the this season and at the core of all this feeling is that i felt like for my whole entire life i've lived in two different worlds two different realities where it's when i'm with my family and my close friends there's one version version of georgie and i talked about this in my book a little bit and then when I'm with my colleagues or strangers or people that I'm not as close to, there's a whole other version of Georgie. And if you're coming from underestimated group, underrepresented group, women, um, person of color, LGBTQ, um, disabilities, like various different groups that are underestimated, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You have to be one way in one area and another way in another area. You have to code switch. And at first, you know, I accepted this. Like I understood it. I knew that it was how to survive as a person. But what we 
And I have failed to realize that society has tremendously transformed since code switching began, since we had to do code switching in order to be successful, in order to gain jobs, in order to gain opportunities, in order to live and exist in this world. And so now we live in a world where a lot of us have been taught to code switch. Speaking mainly of like millennials, Gen X and baby boomers, code switching was maybe not so, actually maybe not so much baby boomers, really. So it was really Gen X and millennials that have the thickest element of code switching where it's like you go into a space and you may not belong there. And I say baby boomers not, might not have any um, experiences as much because back then where there was like a higher level of segre segregation and um, separation in communities, you didn't have the, the chance to integrate. Like you weren't mixing with people as much. Whereas when it came to the end of um, baby boomers and like the Gen X, definitely like they, they got the thick of segregation, integration. Where now schools um, were, you know, you had to mix with other people. Places were diverse, right? Multicultural became a bigger thing. Um, interracial marriages, like a lot of that had to be what the Gen X experienced. And as, as they had kids now, millennials, we were trained from a very, very young age. You have to show up in different ways. Black person, if you're in front of the cops, this is your persona. If you're in front of your work, this is your persona. If you're in front of your, you know, your family, your friends, if you're at the cookout, this is your persona. And we have now, when we're experiencing Gen Z, where they're like, oh no, <laughs> no thanks. I'm going to show up as me. Whether I'm fat, skinny, tall, short, big forehead, big butt, whatever it may be, they are showing up authentically themselves and millennials and gen x we are baffled <laughs> like oh you could be just the one you so now that the world has transformed to allow us to be ourselves in or multiple different dynamics that we have to exist and you know i know that i'm definitely not the only one experiencing this where we have that misunderstanding of the communities we have that misunderstanding of these worlds and realities like how can we now you know we've we've been conditioned to live on two different existences, two different realities, two different worlds. How can we build a bridge in between those worlds? And I specifically was struggling really, really hard with this because a lot of really high, amazing moments happened between 2018 and 2019 and a lot of low, <laughs> really crappy, shitty moments happened in that time span. And it was so weird that these moments were happening in my two different worlds or realities, right? It's like life and then, and you know, my personal life and my professional life. It would be something really great professionally, something really bad personally, something really bad professionally, something really great personally. And so it just felt like I was just living on these really high highs and these really low lows. And I started to question the, the truth of the worlds that I lived in. And, I, and what that means is that I was just like, is any of this even real? I legit said to myself, like, is any of this even real? Like, this got to be made up, right? <laughs> like, it feels like something out of a movie. It feels like something out of a TV show. This cannot be real. I cannot be feeling like this. I cannot be experiencing this. Like, how am I going to move? Like, I literally moved three times in the span of 2018 in one year. Yeah, in one year, I moved three times. That's madness. And I have two small children at the time. You know, you're packing up a whole house. Did that three times. Changed your mailing address three times. Like, that. that's madness. And then, and again, in that same time span, right, 
for the first time since 2014 when I quit my full-time job working at Foot Locker and real retail, this was the first time I got a full-time job, 2019. So five years, in five years, I had never had a full-time nine to five, like working every um, job. And this was my full first full-time post-graduate job. Like, so I worked that full-time um, full at Foot Locker when I was in college, right? Everybody works in college or has their job. And I fluctuated between part-time and full-time. But I didn't have, after I graduated college, everything I did was entrepreneurial. I had my startups, I was working freelance, I was working part-time, I was doing gigs and different things, but I never got a full-time job. So because of these experiences, I had no choice but to get a full-time job. I had to have stability in my life for my family. And so for the first time in five years, I got a full-time job while also maintaining the family business at the time. Right. Like I'm still full time operations on the moving company. Right. And I'm also right. So I got the full time job, full time operations. I'm working part time as an account executive for um, a marketing agency. Right. Like all at the same time. So this dynamic, I could not comprehend what was happening. So there and then I was before I got the full time job, I was also doing gig work. So I would be. Um, doing Instacart, I was doing Instacart and I was doing um, TaskRabbit. So like house, general housekeeping on TaskRabbit. So just, just pull out your imaginations for me for a second, right? So imagine you start your day, drop off your kids to school, then you come back home and you're sitting on a meeting, various meetings actually, with multi-million dollar companies. You know, that's one meeting in the morning. Then in another meeting, you are talking to um, you're in a mastermind group with six and seven figure earning CEOs um, and account and, and senior account executives. You're one of the account executives on the call representing your organization. And you're talking about business development, growth strategies. Then a few minutes later, you're talking to employees um, and contractors, letting them know what to do, um, coordinating jobs, talking to customers. And then you pause your day, get in the car, grab some shopping bags and go to the local Publix to do Instacart for two to three hours. And then you have to pick up a call while you're delivering Instacart. You're hoping that somebody tips you between five and 10 bucks for this trip. Like it was just such a high fluctuation. Then the next day, you're not doing Instacart today. You're doing TaskRabbit. You're folding underwear. I kid you not. <laughs> You're on these crazy high level business calls in the morning and by the afternoon you are folding someone's underwear because that's how you're going to earn your income. And I'm a first off say like there is no problem. Like I'm the type of person I have no problem at all doing what needs to be done in order to keep my family fed, to keep a roof over my head, to keep leveling up. I'm going to get shit done regardless. But what I'm trying to point out here, and there, and and then also none of those roles, right? None of those roles are beneath me, or I'm too good. None of that, right? Absolutely not. I did what I had to do. These are great jobs. These are jobs that people have every single day. My dilemma that I had in that experience is doing something that would be considered so high level, and then considered so entry level in the same span of the same 24 hours. Like just the dynamic and transitioning from being the person in charge and the leader to the person that's just, you know, showing up and completing a task. It was just so mind boggling to me. So I was just like, 
what world is real? Is the world that like, you know, I'm succeeding, I'm doing good, I'm an account executive, I'm, you know, a, a freelance account executive, I am a CEO of my own startup, I ha I'm running operations for um, um, the moving company. Like, is that the real world? Or is the real world like, I can't pay my bills. Bills are stacking up. I'm swimming in debt. I need to do gig work, Instacart, TaskRabbit in order to make ends meet. Is, is that the real world? So this dynamic continuously clashed inside my head to the point where I'm just like, oh my God, what is real? What is fake? And it truly overwhelmed me. Like I was just in a space of like, I don't belong. Like, I don't know where, <laughs> what is real, what is not. And it sort of, like I mentally checked out I mentally checked out and this time I'm you know I published my podcast I launched my podcast published my book so again <laughs> doing this book launch right people are celebrating me you know oh my god you're doing so great you, you published your book then I gotta fly back home <laughs> and go back through that cycle again right like it was just so mind-boggling and I just came to a point where I'm just like you know what I have to do what I need to do in order to get my mind right because without my mind being right nothing else goes right and so that's when we were i'm like all right <laughs> i'm gonna come back to new york double down i have connections there i i know what the scenery is like just go back double down build back up right start over and that's a constant theme of my life starting over being going fresh <laughs> into a different community and that's one of the reasons why I struggle with community and belonging, because although I've been a part of many different communities, literally, I've lived in Jamaica, I've lived in New York, I've lived in the Bronx, I've lived in Georgia, I've lived upstate, I've lived in Jersey, <laughs> right? I've moved 15 times in my life, more than 15 times in my life. I went to two elementary schools, two middle schools, two high schools, two colleges, right? And this... I looked at as for a time as a way that allowed me to be so diverse, to be able to connect with almost anyone that I come across because I've lived in so many variety of communities and been interacting with so many different people. But at the same time, when somebody would ask me something as simple as, where are you from? I'd be like, oh, Baldwin, Bronx, Jamaica, right? Like, how do you even answer a question like that when you are so involved in so many different spaces, so many different communities, so many different things? And so that just overwhelms that those two different worlds, those two different realities just consistently got me overwhelmed. And when you throw in the extreme high and low experiences that are happening, plus adding imposter syndrome to the mix, because we all got it as entrepreneurs, right? I felt like a fraud. I felt like a huge, huge fraud. And that was something that did not seem well with me, sit well with me. And it took me a while to realize, but through countless hours of like reading, therapy, various things, I can now look back and say that both worlds were real. Both worlds are real. And that's just what it is. Like, they are both real, those both realities. Again, society has evolved from the two-track world, but it's still, it, it, it's real. And it's something that people have to experience and go through every day. I was succeeding and struggling at the same time. <laughs> I'm gonna say that again, because I'm still mind blown saying the sentence out loud. I was succeeding and struggling at the same exact time.
how child <laughs> life right and it took me all this time like two years to realize that this is the reality for most people right and we don't talk about it often enough you look on the gram you know you look on instagram you look on facebook you look on twitter you look on youtube and you see these moments you see these reality shows you see people on um their reels and their videos and you see these scenes behind the screens oh poetry anyway you see these scenes behind the screens and you're like wow that person got it together wow they're living such a good life wow how can I can't do that? I got the same credentials. I got the same type of, you know what I mean? You start comparing yourself. You start overthinking it. And what we fail to remember is that what we see on the screen, behind these screens are most often scripted, right? And if they're not scripted, it's luck. Like they caught the camera at the right time to take up this scene. They were able to pause in that moment and pose, right? Oh, let me take a pitch. Okay, give me a second. Let me fix my hair, right? Let me let me put my nose ring back in because this one, it'd be falling. Anyway, like they were able to pause and say, okay, let me slow this moment down and then pose for the camera and capture that best moment of one of their realities. So most of us are living in two realities, two worlds at a constant, almost everyday time. But what we see on social media is often somebody having the opportunity to pause and slow down one of their realities enough to pose and take a picture and put it on that screen. And now you're on the grand scroll and like, oh my God, their life is so perfect. Well, guess what? It's not. And we've seen that, right? The couple that we thought was, oh my God, so perfect, filing for divorce. The couple that we thought, oh my God, he never posts her. They're living happily ever after. The business owner that were like, oh my God, they talking about stocks, they talking about LLCs, they're talking about, you know, getting money. I want to be a part of that. Two months later, oh, this person is a scammer. <laughs> Ponzi scheme. Right? And so I want to say that one more time. What we see on the screen is the best moments of one of a person's reality where they're able to pause and pose and get that pic, that video, wherever it needs to be in order for us to consume it. And then we compare our lives or we just, you know, see these things and we're like, ah, oh, you know, that, you know, shout them out. And we forget that they too have to experience multiple realities. They too have moments that are highs and lows and crappy and shitty and all this stuff, right? We forget about that because what we see in is like the perfection, the pause moment and I has you know I used to post on social a whole lot more I used to just talk I used to be free and then once people started giving you know I wouldn't say critique because I've always gotten critique from people and I think what messed me up the most was that experience of like the such high like high fluctuation of the two worlds the two realities back to back that I'm like I felt like a fraud right I didn't it wasn't really comparing myself to others, but I just didn't feel the way I wanted to feel. And I didn't feel confident to present myself to the public anymore. And from that like insecurity, then it became, it built into shame. It built into, you know, I need to get myself right. But first, before I go back out into the world, start creating, start talking, like, am I talking bullshit? Like, am I telling these people, people are reading my blogs, people are reading my books, people are watching my videos, people are listening to my content. 
is it legit? Like, am I talking real shit? <laughs> like, am I, am I a fake? And I had to, like, I questioned that because, again, people would pop up left, right, and center. Oh, yeah, book this, buy this, enroll in this. And I could immediately see, like, this person does not know what they're talking about. <laughs> but so, and then when I would say something contrary, contrary to that, I'm just like, you know, these 10 people are trying to sell on the quick and easy. I'm like, yo, this shit is messy. People want quick and easy. That's the way we, that's a society that we've developed. You want Uber, you want Lyft, you want Uber Eats, you want Instacart, you want the quick and easy. You want the, the plants that have the little seeds in it, you just water it and everything grows. We are living in that society. So here it comes along me now, like, hey, y'all, things are not that perfect. You got to take time. You got to do it step by step. I don't look, I felt like I looked crazy, <laughs> but <laughs> no, not anymore. We saw the pandemic was, I think, a huge wake up call for people, myself included, that a lot of this stuff is, it doesn't really matter, right? A lot of this stuff is just that made up and we have the opportunity to choose how we exist in these realities. And I wanted to call myself out on that and start living in, living the way that I wanted to live. Not the way that I felt like I should be living or doing the things that I felt like, you know, were right or socially accepted. And that allowed me to get back to the core of me, to ground myself in my existence, to ground myself in the, and acknowledge the realities that I lived in and to figure out how I could then get back to my communities to feel a sense of belonging and a sense of belonging to myself almost, right? Like it's it's so crazy. But no, I'm about to I'm about to explain it, right? We're gonna have a second part of this episode where I talk, dive into the belonging part because it's so essential and talk about communities. But before we end off this episode. What I want to say is the fact that, like, this learning has been so key, right? This experience has been so life-changing for me that I felt I must. I, I was compelled. I had no, you know, compelled to share. I was like, you know, if, 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 if I do nothing else, I have to share this experience with other people because, again, I know I'm not the only one feeling this way. I've seen the changes in various people. I've seen, you know, the folks are, are not doing the hard work, are not doing the doing, right, just pretty much doing, that are not out here doing it, getting it done in the trenches, really putting in work, are not being seen. And that's why I started a lot of my brand, right, to really, one, teach people how to be in the trenches and get that hard work done so that way they have a solid foundation for when they come out at the other side. And we've gotten so quick and easy that more and more people are choosing that route coming out of the other side with with houses that crumbled because they're made out of sticks instead of stones, <laughs> right? And so I'm like, you know, I got to get back in the game. I have to do what I came here to do. And that's to get shit done and help other people do the same. So I say all that to say, that with belonging and community and just really this season, what I want to talk about is these experiences, these adventures, these misadventures. And I'm going to be sharing. <laughs> it's going to be the real stuff, the hard stuff, the messy stuff. So if you're expecting picture perfect, wrong place, y'all. You know, I tried that. That's not for me. I'm here to show y'all the real. Sometimes it's going to be picture perfect enough. It's cute or whatever. But... <laughs> I'm here to show y'all 
the real. And I'm going to purposely try to slow down in those crazy, messy, hard moments. May not be able to pose and be perfect, but I'm going to slow down and capture it and share it. Because it is so essential that we recognize and realize that the multiple realities that we live in are real. They are real and we're constantly experiencing them at highs and lows. And we need to understand how to live in that dynamic, to succeed in that dynamic, to stay healthy in that dynamic. And that requires not feeling alone in that dynamic, which was one of my biggest problems. I felt so alone. Belong in a community. Coming up, I know I keep teasing y'all about it, but it's coming up next episode. Right? And so I'm ready to start sharing my stories again. I'm, I'm ready to take this head on, right? You, the, the crazy stuff, you're going to get submerged, right? It's going to feel like a wave coming at you that you didn't see coming. You will get sucked into the point you can't move. You can't function. That's how the crazy hard stuff hits. You can't move. You can't function. And then you're going to realize the best, the best way to get out of this crazy wave that just trying to drown you, right? Trying to submerge you is to stay calm and float with the tide. That's it. That's it. You got to stay calm and float with the tide. Going against it, boom, you're out. Trying to overpower it, boom, you're out. You have to slow down, stay calm, float with the tide. So, with that, I say to say, right, I'm going to start sharing my story again, unapologetically. I'm going to start slowing down in these crazy, messy moments so that people can start seeing the real, right? The real things behind this. Because a lot, a lot of fake out there, no subs, but it's just the world that we live in. A lot of pretend, a lot of made up, a lot of illusion. Beautiful illusions, but nonetheless illusions. They're not real. And then people... Folks will then go and try to attain that illusion without knowing it's an illusion. And then when you don't succeed, you're like, oh my God, it's me. I suck. I can't do that. I failed. You, you didn't. It's just an illusion. You were trying to learn a formula for, for doing something without realizing that it wasn't a formula. It was an illusion. It was to make it look like that's what happened. But that's not really what happened. That's not really how it's done. So, again, hard work, the trenches. We're going to get shit done. And I want to just in my, my life, personal and professional, to build a bridge between these two worlds and live my best life as just one me. So whether I'm in my family, with my friends, with my colleagues, with my business partners, they know Georgie's going to be Georgie. This is how she shows up. This is who she is. This is the type of music she likes. This is the type of food she likes. This is the type of things she likes to do. This is the stuff that she don't take. Right? This is how you can talk to her. This is how you can't talk to her. I want to just show up as one me, no matter what dynamic, what place, what world I'm in at that time, what reality I'm in and experiencing. Bridging those two worlds is the goal of this season and just the rest of my life, you know, that too. Um, because this life shit is hard. Then add being a full-time entrepreneur, add being a parent, things can go real crazy real fast and I've learned a lot of lessons in my 26 years <laughs> many more to go 
and I've been on many adventures and misadventures, which I'm gonna tell y'all some, but you know, if you wanna get the, go listen to my first four seasons as well as read my book, lots of content out there to figure it all out. It's crazy, y'all. Some of these stories, wow. Um, and in this season, I plan to take it up a, take it up a notch, right? Get, you thought I was raw before? <laughs> you ain't seen nothing. This season is gonna be a heavy hitting season and talking about the, the different dynamics that you have to balance in this world as an entrepreneur, a doer, a person who's really out here trying to get shit done, doing the most, right? And I'm gonna just give you a little hint of some of the stuff I'll be talking about this season. Um, some of these adventures and misadventures include joining a cult. I'm gonna let y'all think about that one. It is or isn't what you think, but we'll talk about it. Um, getting married and getting divorced. Ooh, that's a new one for some of y'all. Um, moving multiple times, again, 15 times. Crazy. Over 15 times. Um, building and running <laughs> multiple multi-six-figure businesses, as well as scaling my business past six figures during the pandemic traveling to Mexico, and then realizing that I love to travel and traveling many other places since. We're going to talk about it. Um, raising little humans. I have a fourth grader and a pre-care, pre-kindergarten. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Uh, <laughs> Y'all, this is wild out here in these streets. Um, and failing at multiple startups, growing a team, self-transformation, and building better relationships in my life. So those are just some of the topics I'll be talking about during this season and how they integrate back with being an entrepreneur, being a doer. Um, and I will want to leave you all with this episode with, as it was in the beginning, and it will once again be in the end. It's the adventures and misadventures in between where we do the most that will matter. <laughs> Did y'all catch it? Let me say it again. Let me say that one again for y'all. In the back. In the back. Yep, in the back. Uh, as it was in the beginning, so it shall be again in the end. And it will be the adventures and misadventures in between where we do the most that will matter. So stay tuned. Stay locked. And we'll be dropping our next episode of Doing the Most, The Misadventures of Entrepreneurship, very, very soon, talking about belonging and community. Thank you all for tuning in, and I look forward to you tuning in for the next episode. Bye, you guys. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Doing the Most. Catch us here next week, same time, same place. If you can't wait, head on over to doingthemost.xyz to stay connected. Until next time, keep on doing.